Tony Williamson's musical journey has taken him all over. It's carried him to stages around the world where he's played with bluegrass greats like Bill Monroe, Sam Bush, and Ricky Skaggs. It's transported him into a hospital room where he was told he'd never play music again. And it's led him to an ashram in Taiwan where he sought reinvention through Eastern philosophy. But before the big successes, crippling accidents, and spiritual awakenings, there was his family's home in rural Randolph County where it all began. It was there where he first picked a guitar, plucked a banjo, and strummed the strings of a mandolin, an instrument he was destined to meet. I know my family never saw music as a vocation. For them, music was fun, was joyous, was relaxation. 2018 North Carolina Heritage Award recipient Tony Williamson grew up immersed in the sounds and culture of North Carolina's Piedmont. His grandfather, who built his own instruments, and his father were both mill workers, and he and his brother Gary learned to play by listening to the music their father made with friends from the mill every Friday night. Like so many mandolin players, Tony's life changed forever when he saw Bill Monroe perform. My uh, cousin took me to uh, hear Bill Monroe when I was about nine years old. I was already playing the mandolin with my family, you know, just kind of fooling around. But when I heard Bill Monroe, I mean, he had such a commanding presence, and his singing, his way he ran his show, the, the energy, and then he would take a mandolin break, and we'd all just lose our minds. After that, Tony doubled down on the mandolin. He learned to play every Bill Monroe song he could get his hands on. And by 1969, he was racking up mandolin prizes from fiddle conventions across the Piedmont. And he and his brother's band, the Bluegrass Gentlemen, were a regional sensation. And then, in the summer of 1970, something happened. I was selected to go to governor's school. It was like a whole new world opened up for me. This incredible library of all this stuff and there are other kinds of music and art and literature than what I'm familiar with and I want it. I want it just as voraciously as I wanted Bill Monroe. So then I started thinking about art and music together and so I started writing some pretty cool things you know and expanding the harmonic range so that I can include more than just a song, more than just a story, but an actual multi-dimensional feeling. After college, Tony moved to Kentucky to play music professionally. It was there he met and jammed with the likes of Sam Bush, J.D. Crow, and Ralph Stanley. And over the years, his reputation as a mandolinist grew. But despite the singular experiences he had on the road as a touring musician and while living in Kentucky, Tony could not escape the harsh realities of the music business. I kind of hit a brick wall. I really wasn't all that successful financially. Basically, in retrospect, it's because we didn't really understand the business of music, which is a completely different uh, aspect than being a musician. We were musicians and musicians musicians and not businessmen. And I, I just really got kind of kind of to the point where us, you know, it was just it just really ain't worth it, you know. 
So in the early 80s, Tony moved back to North Carolina, where he bought a farm and built a log cabin with his father. At some point, he thought he'd never play music again. And I remember one of my students, one of my former students, came up here to see me because I wasn't out there playing. And he's standing at the bottom of the ladder, and he's saying, you told me one time you'd never swing a hammer because you cared about your hands. And I said, well, I finally realized nobody really gave a damn about my music. I said that to him. I think that's when the cosmic forces decided he needs a big old dose of his self. And so I had a series of accidents, farm-related, car wrecks. And I was told by an orthopedic guy in Chapel Hill I'd never play music again. And I entered into a dismal, dismal part of my life. During that dark period, Tony opened Mandolin Central, where he started trading and selling antique mandolins. In the years that followed the accidents, he sought relief through acupuncture and a retreat at an ashram in Taiwan. Today, Mandolin Central has grown into an internationally known business that's drawn mandolin enthusiasts from around the world, and Tony's back on the mandolin playing pain-free. When he's not on the road, you're more than likely to find Tony spending time with his wife and dogs on his farm. Over the years, musicians he's mentored have visited him there to play and to learn. A true Renaissance man, Tony's approach to mentoring and to creating mirrors his philosophy of being. I definitely model the behavior I want. I think that's important, and part of my role as mentor is to create a certain vibration in yourself and attract people who want to be a part of that vibration and to show them how to stay on course. To find the creative spirit, to allow yourself to get into that place, is a challenge of mind control. And what you want to do, you know, Bill Monroe said this better than anybody. He said the music is in the air all around us. The musician is a person who has received a God-given gift of taking that music out of the air and putting it on his instrument and showing it to the rest of the people. And that's what I do. That is our show today. Thank you for listening to Arts Across NC, a podcast by and about the North Carolina Arts Council. The music you heard today was all Tony Williamson. And you can catch him performing live at the 2018 North Carolina Heritage Awards on May 23rd in downtown Raleigh. Get your tickets for it at pinecone.org. Tune in next week for another feature on a Heritage Award recipient. And if you liked this show, share it with your friends. And follow the North Carolina Arts Council on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We'll be back soon.